Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart. And there were some audio issues on this week's live episode. Uh, the first few minutes of it got cut off, which was fine. It was before the guests were invited up onto the stage. But it wasn't before I invited Dave Warnick up on stage, who was my second banana slash scorekeeper. So um, the episode is about to start with Dave on stage bringing up our guests. So, yeah, and there it was a new sound person at uh, Morris House. So there are a few technical issues. Some of the sound quality is not as cherry ripe as uh, we'd maybe like, but it's all listenable. And the episode was a lot of fun. There's a bunch of off cuts, maybe about 10 minutes worth. Uh, Some of it a bit saucy. uh, And I'll put that right at the end after the end of the show. If you want to listen to Ben Russell, (laughs) mainly uh, explain um, some sex terms. But... uh, (laughs) Anyway, let's go to the live recording at Morris House with Dave Warnicke on stage, about to introduce the other guests. Enjoy. Great, our first contestant this week is host of the weekly Planet Podcast. Please welcome the one, the only, Nick Mason. Yeah. Woo! That's all good. Hello. That sounded good. Hi, guys. What's what, so what do you want from me? Um, we're going to do a quiz. Terrific. Great. Nick, have you, have you demanded to not be wired tonight? Look at that wireless microphone. Yeah. Nothing tying you down. You could just go for a wander at any point. Maybe Feels you good. could... Oh, you could do a bit of, like, you know, crowd talk. Crowd talk. <laughs> I feel like the wire doesn't preclude you from doing the crowd... Any of us could do crowd talk at any moment. No, but you can get out there. You could stage dive. Oh, that's true. I could, couldn't I? Yeah. yeah. I could be the roving reporter. Yeah. Yeah. Our second contestant this week is host of the Being Hot is Hard podcast. Please welcome the one, the only, Cass Pay. Thanks for having me. So good to have They're you here, They're precarious. Cass. The seats are precarious. We considered just regular chairs earlier, but then we're like, let's live on the edge. Our third and final contestant is from We Interrupt This Broadcast and Auntie Donna's Coffee Cafe. It's the one, the only, Ben Russell. Welcome, Welcome, Ben. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here, Ben. A pleasure. A pleasure. 
Hello, everyone. My name is Ben. I'm, I'm, it's a pleasure to be here. A pleasure. <laughs> is everyone excited about Arnie Donna's Coffee Cafe? Yes. In particular, episode four, which features Ben heavily. He- okay. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. I, I have no idea. That's what he was saying beforehand. I didn't say that. He said, you're the star of episode four. Yeah, I did say that. <laughs> <laughs> Who here has seen or heard, probably more likely, this <laughs> podcast before? Yes, I have. I only just realised we haven't uh, mic'd up the audience like we normally do, so people at home are going to be like, oof, that's rough. <laughs> you're going you're to have to juice this afterwards in post-production. Mate. There is no one here. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't heard the podcast before? Never seen an episode. Heard an episode. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what is this? <laughs> That's great. You sound a lot like me. <laughs> Confused, but real cool. Um, Do we need to dub that in and post that they wouldn't have heard that at home? Say, so, oh, I've never seen this. I don't know what. Oh, I don't know. That what you, that's what you sound like to me. <laughs> that's what you sound like to him. Well, for you um, and anyone else listening at home who hasn't heard before. This is the way the show works. I ask a relatively obscure trivia question and our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one and they have to guess which one is correct. Okay, are we ready to play? Yeah. What yeah. phones are everyone rocking? Oh, that's a great question. This is a Samsung Galaxy S9 oh, Plus. Classic. This is four to five years old at this point. It's Beautiful. pretty, pretty good. Got a refurbed iPhone 12 because I broke my last one. That's great. <laughs> last that's awesome. I was on this show doing a live show, um, I sat next to Meso and he read out my passcode. <laughs> <laughs> how'd, that, how'd that go for you? It was really funny. I couldn't even be mad. <laughs> Have you changed it since? <laughs> She's definitely changed her strategy of sitting next to me, so honestly. You're curiously silent on the, your oh, choice yeah. of phone, oh, uh, Ben Russell. It's nothing, it doesn't matter. <laughs> wow. it's Who a, is that? Well, that? That's my director, it's a terrible photo. Uh, but it's Craig Anderson, you wouldn't know him, but it's one of the worst, <laughs> it's one of the worst photos ever taken of him, so I've still got it as my background. <laughs> I'll just look at it and go, ah, maybe... Things aren't so bad. <laughs> You're married, Ben. You have a beautiful wife. What are you doing? <laughs> Why is that weird? I've had it on for months now. Okay. All right, here is question number one. This one comes from listener Jim Bates from Sackett's Harbour in Batesy. New York. And Jim's question is, what does the word thunderplump mean? Thunderplump. How, how are we spelling that? Plump. Plump. Thunder T-H-U-N-D-R, classic thunder. P-L-U-M-P, classic that's plump. That's classic plump, but you put them together, you get something new and that's beautiful, I think. In this case, something old, but I guess everything's old compared to right now. <laughs> for, for that to not be true, you would have had to have made up a new word. Yes. But even then. The game would be very difficult to play. So how the scoring works, while they're writing their answers, how the scoring Finished. works. <laughs> so you get one point... If your fake answer is guessed by one of the other contestants and another point if you correctly guess the answer. And by the way, I'm also playing as the house. Oh, they're coming around to the house. Yeah. Loving that. House always wins, I hear. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. But not, not in this case. Especially in, especially so, in House MD. <laughs> <laughs> so I put in two of my own fake answers for each question. I get a point for each of those that our guests choose. So We're each sending of us, this to Dave Warnicky, right? 
Yes, Dave okay. Warnicky. Right, unblock Dave. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh. Just unmute. It's just a <laughs> the answers around. So each of us can score up to three points per round, which seems fair, but the probability actually favours me, the house. Anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. Any patrons in tonight? <laughs> and if, again, uh, people at home, they cheered wildly there. <laughs> yeah. There were so many of them. Probably mm. a million? At least a million. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you want to get involved, you can sign up on any level via patreon.com slash pod linked in the show notes. What if you've been banned from Patreon? <laughs> what did you do, Ben? What did you do? I literally don't know what you have to do to get banned from Patreon. To support it. Can we make it happen today? But I've tried so many times. <laughs> All right, looks like the answers are in. So here is question number one. What does the word thunderplump mean? A rapid growth of small plants and scrub after an overnight rainstorm in the desert. Yeah, that is hot. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking... That's the hottest thing I've ever heard. A swamp shrub from the eastern US and Canada that produces greenish-white berries that are irritating at best and poisonous at worst. (laughs) Better better hope for the best, I guess. Yeah. A wrestler with no real wrestling ability whose main talent is being tall and heavy. That's still a talent. (laughs) Yeah. A heavy and sudden shower of rain accompanied by thunder and lightning. Mm. The weight gained by a hibernating animal before winter. Or when you have a tummy ache and only a fart will cure it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thunder plumping. That was that's Ben's. I reckon it's Ben's. (laughs) What are you talking about? You don't know me. (laughs) You ever done that? You ever had a big tummy ache and you're like, oh, gotta, and then you do a big thunderplump, rip a real hot one, and you go, I'm all right now. (laughs) (laughs) You hang up on Triple O. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) They keep calling me back. So does any, any of those stick out to you, Cass? Oh, I really like the idea of the fast-growing bush in the desert. I think that's really sweet. <laughs> and you're going to lock it in? Oh, yep. <laughs> My heart's never led me astray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go the rain shower. Rain shower. That one out of nowhere, the thunderplump. Heavy and sudden shower? Yeah. Oh. Look, I reckon that's in. real. It has, mm, okay. does have thunder real. in the title and thunder in the description. Yeah, and it's, it's plump. Twofer. It's plump, full of moisture. <laughs> yes. Okay, what do we have left, Matt? What's left there? So There's you've two, got... S- two scrub-based ones, I think. Yes. Or plants or you, scrubs or something. Do you the... want a scrub or... <laughs> <laughs> do you want no scrub? <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. I don't what? want... I, what? I, I what, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't want no scrub. <laughs> is that what you want? Is that what you want? I don't know. You want? Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so you've got the other options are a tummy ache, only a fart will cure, hibernating. It's on that one. I pick that no, one. No, that's Ben. That's Ben's one. Ben's decided to be a silly Billy today. I don't. I think that that is the real one, though. Interesting. Yeah. I'm quite educated. <laughs> but you're also a tricky dicky as well. That so. is true. Yeah, yeah, I'm educated from the streets. <laughs> I got street smarts. Mm. <laughs> You've also got the 
the uh, weight gained by hibernating animal before winter. I don't think it's that one. Okay. Got the wrestler with no real wrestling ability, apart Ooh. from being big and tall. Okay. They probably buy s- where the big men buy as well. <laughs> you ever seen a wrestler? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then you, <laughs> the the one the bu- the sh- shrub with poisonish poisonous and poisonish poisonish. Berries. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the wrestler one. Wrestler I'm one. Not, I'm not the but they have all, they have all sorts of funny. Words and such, like, yeah. Like Heel, he- wrestle, wrestle. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's ring. One, yeah. You can also <laughs> Undertaker. Mm. <laughs> you can lock in one of those ones as well. You don't have to go for your own. You I could think be yourself. <laughs> yeah. Carve your own path. Mm, Stay no, out I'm of gonna, our Thank lanes. you. I'm going to do that. I think yes. I'm You're the master and the commander. That's beautiful. An ocean's a battlefield. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go. The wrestling th- one. Yes. Let's go through who wrote the answers. And uh, May said, this is going to shock and... Appall you. Appall you, <laughs> yes. Uh, when you have a tummy ache and only a fart will cure it. That was Ben Russell. I'm, a, I'm appalled, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. The weight gained by a hibernating animal before winter, that was Cass Page. A mm. uh, swamp shrub that is irritating or poisonous, that was Jim Sackett's, a.k.a. The House. Oh. Wait, his name's not Jim Sackett's, that's his place. <laughs> is that his address? Jim Bates from Yeah, Sackett's you have the full Harbour. address? <laughs> yeah. So that's a point for the house. One point for the house. Okay. Ooh. Wait, is that right? No. No, you just gave... No, that was just... one that no one guessed. Okay, well, but the thing is, I've also given a point to everyone else, so it's a level playing field. I thought it'd be nice if everyone was on one. Okay. <laughs> you are the scorekeeper. You can do it however you like. Congratulations, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you, you're all, Thanks, you're all, off the, all on the ball. Real condescending. Can the, audi- can the audience... Is there a, a column for the audience? Can the audience get a point uh, The audience well? are also on one point. Congratulations. There we go. For those listening at home, they just applauded <laughs> themselves. Yeah. Pretty gross, actually. Literally no one. Yeah. <laughs> one point for one audience member. <laughs> uh, the rapid growth of growth of small plants and scrub after an overnight rainstorm in the desert. Cass picked that one, and that was written by Meso. That's the one I love. So another uh, point for Meso. Yeah, I'm a poet. You right. tricked you, me. You I didn't realise until just then. Mm, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> a wrestler with no real wrestling ability. That was also Jim. Sackets. Tricky Jim. Mm, he's tricky. So that's a point that for was the, by house. Me, so the house. Meaning the correct answer is a heavy and sudden shower of rain accompanied by thunder and lightning, which Ben Russell got right. Oh, well done, Ben. Very nice. Yeah, I actually knew that. <laughs> so eat shit, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, the foil. Or, well, no, the heel. The heel. Yeah. 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 You gotta love him though. You gotta love him. Yeah, okay. Please continue. continue. Here's question number two. This one comes from Shake Shrikanthia from. Is Shake in tonight? Shake's in the front row, everybody. All the way from Hershey, Pennsylvania. Chocolate Town itself. Chocolate Town. Adding this guy into the podcast post, it's gonna be very expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm here. You can use that. You can use that. Interestingly, this question was also submitted by Ashley James from Altona Meadows in Victoria. You in tonight, Ashley? Yeah, amazing. Oh, yeah. Damn, that would have been a amazing nice the guy from you. Yeah, right. The guy from Hershey came, but the guy from Altona Meadows didn't. Get the V line, God. It's not that hard. All right, I'm going to say this question comes from Shake, and um, 
It goes like this. Before being executed on the 10th of August, 1966, the year the Saints won the Premiership, what <laughs> were the last words of murderer James French? What were the famous last words of murderer James French before he was executed on the 10th of August, 1966? How was he executed? Electric chair. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> or as I like to call it, the thunder plump. <laughs> While you're writing your answers, let me tell the audience, and Dave, if you want to listen, a little bit more about the Thunderplump word. (laughs) Coordinate Jim, Thunderplump has its origins in the 19th century from the Scots dialect. Is that how you know it, Ben? You've spent a bit of time in Scotland. I've spent some time in Scots. Is that where you've heard about Thunderplumping? No, I think it was one of those ones where a Thunderplump was occurring and someone said, that's a Thunderplump, and everyone went... (laughs) My goodness, <laughs> I'm so impressed, such oh. a wise person. And then we all suck that person off. <laughs> yeah, my thunder pump. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's also a band called Thunder Plump, and they've got 74 monthly listeners, and which is pretty good. I'm not sure why the audience after that. There but is no audience, that's why. <laughs> Dave, how many monthly listeners does Weed Horn at your band have? Sadly, yet to make it onto Spotify, oh. sorry to say. Mm-hmm. Have you heard any of these Thunderplump songs? These are the two that stood, stood out to me. Sushi Ridden Dinner Date. Sort of a weird way to... Sushi Ridden. Ridden. And I don't really like drowning. <laughs> Just a little bit, I guess. Yeah, that's a Weed Horn cover. <laughs> the only way you can hear them on the platform. The answers are in. So here's question number two. Before being executed by electric chair on the 10th of August, 1966, what were the last words of murderer James French? Hey, fellas, how about this for a headline for tomorrow's papers? French fries. (laughs) If you came to see a French surrender, you're out of luck. I'm going down fighting, or at least squirming. Shock me twice, because if I live, I will eat everyone in this room alive. (laughs) Just like Dylan, chairs should have never gone electric. (laughs) The real culprit is in this room with us. (laughs) Or... (laughs) 9-11 was an inside joke. with this podcast and referencing 9-11? I think it's happens you, all the time. <laughs> We've had some complaints. You've had complaints, haven't you, about I this podcast? I have had complaints, yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> about so mentioning yeah. 9-11. Have a little respect. <laughs> all right, any standing out to you there, Max? I am the bad guy. Yeah, right. yeah. In a lot of ways, yeah. I like that. I think it's the French fries one. French yeah. fries? I think there's probably some witticism in there that uh, a lot of these sound like he was being executed by the electric chair in a Marvel movie, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it might be the French fries one. I reckon he's been working on that for, for weeks, if not yeah. months. I Great. reckon it's that one. All right, locked it in for I'm also going to go that one because that person... Uh, deserves the points that they're going to get be, be, it, for being so funny. <laughs> <laughs> God, you are a tricky devil, Ben Russell. As really, in whoever wrote it, unless he murderer. said it, then you get the yeah, points. Yeah. And you deserve yeah. them because you're always funny, Ben. I didn't write that one. Okay. I'll let you guess which one I wrote. 
I think, I think the murderer wrote, and I think he deserves a couple of points, you know? Yeah, oh, you Dave, can you make another column for the murderer? <laughs> okay, what murderer did he... is on one. <laughs> what did he get the chair for? I'll, I'll tell that story in a minute. It's, it might shock and appall you. <laughs> Cass, who do you think? I think it's French fries. Yes? Is that yep. because we've pretty much One, given two, that three. away to be the case? <laughs> no, I think, I've, I think I've heard of this before. It's a beautiful question, Shake. I really appreciate this. <laughs> did not stump anyone. Didn't get close to it. Or did it? <laughs> did it, Matt? Let's find out. This is who wrote the answers. <laughs> 9-11 was an inside job. That was Ben Russell. <gasps> wow. Me? <laughs> No. The real culprit is in the room with us. That was Meso. Ooh. That sounded like a Mason-ism. Yeah. Uh, is that what you'd say before you got... Yeah, it's wrong off the scent a little bit, I think. Yeah. What would you have done? Like what kind of murder? Or <laughs> Just a, what doesn't like a, necessarily have to be a murder. A really crook murder is what I would have done. <laughs> yeah. Just real crook. You'd real like, crook. Yeah. Settle down. Yeah, cool. Yeah. He should be executed for that. <laughs> yeah, nice. It was cool, though, what he did. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a cool... Me- cool and crook. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. CC. Yeah. Uh, then we had, just like Dylan, chairs should never have gone electric. That was the house. <laughs> <laughs> They're turning on me. I know Shock how it feels. <laughs> Shock me twice because I will live. If I live, I will eat everyone in this room alive. That was Cass Page. That's quite good. That's, that feels like a, like a Charles Manson thing yeah. to say, I think, yeah. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I just think that's what I'd say if I were about to go for my own crook crimes. Yeah. What would you be doing, Cass? Um, or oh, something. It has, it I has reckon... to be crook and cool. Or oh, I think it would be crook, cool, and it... I want to do a silly one. <laughs> I want to do a silly murder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it light. Yeah, just, you know, it's, it's going to... I want the person who finds the body to be like, oh! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah. Bring joy to the hearts. Yeah. Oh. I, I want to ruin the person's funeral so no one can talk about how they died without laughing. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, ruin their family's lives too. Can you murder me? <laughs> I would be honoured. <laughs> Thank you. This is great. This is like networking on stage. I like it. <laughs> Getting things done. It's going to be so silly. <laughs> anyway, what's the real answer, Matt? You're going to die yeah. smiling. A real, First, real we answer. had the, uh, if you came to see a French surrender, you're out of luck. That was Ashley, aka The House. Meaning the correct answer is, hey, fellas. How about this for a headline for tomorrow's papers? French fries. So, one point, sweet. <laughs> Each meso. <laughs> Ben and Cass. We won. That's what I was shaking your hands for. We're doing really well. Cass really left Ben hanging there. And And the crowd found joy in that. We're going to combine all our points and we're going to overwhelm the house. Well, I think you're all beating me at the moment. Should we have a quick score check? Yeah, quick score Uh, check. Currently on one point, we have the audience. Currently on one point, we have the murderer. Also, could be the audience. We don't know. Oh, on two points, it's the house. Oh. Great job. <laughs> two points for Cass. Oh. Hey. We're out in front on a joint lead right now. On three points, it's Ben and Nick. Whoa. <laughs> oh, unpleasant handshake. I liked it. Real flat. Very flat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This next one, I've realised, is a much better question than when I don't have three nerds on the show. Um, so I'm hoping you don't all know this. Are you having a... 
show with all nerds on after <laughs> <laughs> the second show. Yeah, another cool dudes here. <laughs> so if you happen to know, I'd still make up a fake answer, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's <But> so desperate. <laughs> <laughs> please. Funny, why, why, would we give the, why would we give the real answer? Why would... Someone did that once. Okay. Oh. It, was in, it was an English person in England, though. So Classic. You know. yeah. <laughs> English people in England. Ugh. Yuck. <laughs> so this one was written by Geraldine from Devon. Oh, my God, from England. Mm. <laughs> and Geraldine's question is, what was the name of the Star Wars character portrayed by William Hootkins? <laughs> <laughs> There's nerds and there's nerds, Matt. They're not, we're not all this. We're not a monolith, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Hootkins? I'm oh, his name? William Hootens. William Hootkins. Hootkins. Um, actually, it's pronounced Hootkins. Oh, sorry. Shut Thank up, nerd. <laughs> oh, I know this for sure. Dave loves Star Wars. When he was a kid, he had a Return of the Sith hat or something. You got a Darth Maul hat for my ninth birthday? Whatever. <laughs> He grew up in the culture. <laughs> yeah, I like Jar Jar. While they're writing their answers, I'll let the audience know a little bit more about James French. According to Shake, I mean, you could just read this out, but I may as well, because you're over there. <laughs> James, do you remember it by heart? No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> Mesa's wow, Cordless Mike came in on its own, though. This cost you $5,000, this wireless mic. We're going to get some use out of it. So James French was serving a life sentence in the Oklahoma State Penitentiary in McAllister for killing a man named Frank Boone, a West Virginia motorist who had picked him up while hitchhiking in 1958. French had requested a death sentence for that charge, but the jury handed down a life sentence anyway against his wishes. While serving his life sentence, French was placed with inmate Eddie Lee Shelton. On October the 27th, 1961, French attacked Shelton. Young Shelton. <laughs> yeah, this is that the. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this is how the final episode goes. Um, so French treated Shelton to a last meal, so it wasn't all bad. He gave him a steak sandwich uh, before strangling him to death. French immediately confessed, explaining that he murdered Shelton because Shelton was quote stupid and refused to shape up. <laughs> See, this is your kind of murder. They're laughing. And being shocked. Yeah. Cass, you, this is what you could do. You Strangle really someone. So, <laughs> I so think French... <laughs> French, he's, he's just done a second murder and he asked, again asked the judge to sentence him to death and explained the mur- he committed the murder to compel the state of Oklahoma to execute him and he specifically asked for the electric chair and the judge... Obliged in his request. That's commitment to the bit. Yeah, how many years do you think he was planning this? Yeah. (laughs) Question number three. What was the name of the Star Wars character portrayed by William Hootkins? (laughs) Hoot Skywalker? (laughs) (laughs) And that's Al Star Wars. (laughs) Dud Tootenroot? Pargan Hornstop? Bounty Hunter Grievous Slimo. I don't know why. That, that says Ben to me. Which one? Podge, Horton, Horton, whatever it was. Pargan Hornstop. That's the, yes. Yeah. Okay. Or it's real, I don't know. <laughs> then you had Bounty Hunter. Bounty Hunter Grievous Slimo. Jack Porkins. 
or Scoodle Boop and Doop. Is this a trick? Are they all real? <laughs> yeah, can you go the beautiful those mind again? of Lucas. Uh, Hoot Skywalker, Dud Tootenroot, Pargan Hornstop, Bounty Hunter, Grebus Slimo, Jack Porkins, or Scoodle Boop and Doop. <laughs> Was that Deck Porkins? Jack Porkins. Okay. Oh, it sounds somebody said Jess Perkins. <laughs> it's Jess Perkins. I didn't realise she was in Star Wars. <laughs> if that's a real one, and that's who Jess was named after. <laughs> really cool lore. <laughs> um, I'd like to give my answer. You're a big Star Wars fan, am I right in saying oh, I adore all things Star Wars. <laughs> I know, except for when there's a, a female lead, in which case I will uh, post about it online. <laughs> it's the right thing to do. It's, it's the right, thing, the right thing, to thing to do. It's pissing on mad. <laughs> uh, no, I fucking hate Star Wars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's lame and stupid and it's for babies. Um, lame and stupid for babies. Uh, yeah. Jedi, famous Jedi. Famous <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> I used to like it when I was a kid, but then I grew the fuck up. <laughs> You were being very controversial tonight, I'm loving yeah, it. Yeah, saying I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> That's very controversial for all your nerd. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go... Nine-year-old me with my Darth Maul hat is very offended <laughs> by what you're saying. Wait, do uh, any of you like Star Wars? I just assumed. I Andor. Andor's pretty good. I, so who's Andor? Andor's good. Yeah, who's said Andor? I liked Andor. Let's go Andor, 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 Andor is good. I saw the I saw the Andor. Ben's, Ben's more into yes Andor. Because <laughs> <laughs> you like improv, Ben. You're all the improv guy. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. Don't That's stop. what kind of nerd you are. <laughs> Wait, no, has anyone not, locked anything? I'm cool. No, no, no one's locked anything. Okay, in. what are we thinking, Ben? No, you go what first. Think I, think, I think it's Jack Porkins. Jack Porkins. Check. For Meso. I'm going to go uh, Jack Porkins. <laughs> 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 now, uh, Cass, you can do anything you want. But, uh... Or you could copy the guy from the guy that has the nerd podcast. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Jet, or possibly Jet Porkins is a real guy, but maybe that's the fake answer to throw people off the scent. Mm. Maybe it's a different guy. <laughs> it might sure. be also the bounty hunter one. I don't know. I was going to go to the Bounty Hunter once just because it sounds like Matt made a name around Jess Perkins. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to go to the Bounty Hunter one. Bounty Hunter one? Jess Perkins (laughs) sounds very much like a Star Wars name. Mm. And should we ask who the audience slash murderer want to lock in? (laughs) Oh dear. (laughs) All right, well, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, Scoodle Boop and Doop, that was the house. As was Dud Tootenroot. I was on a roll there. <laughs> Tootenroot. This could also be Tism Band members. <laughs> <laughs> Hoot Skywalker. That was Meso. That was Pargan Hornstop. That was Cass. I thought that was quite believable. I never would have guessed the real one. Bounty Hunter Grebus Slimo. Also very believable. That was Ben Russell. <laughs> Cass went for. Yeah. I mean, the correct answer is actually Jack Porkins. <laughs> did it, Ben. Which is wild. I'm on your trick of getting Mesa to answer the nerd <laughs> ones first, though. I knew, I knew it was happening, but I'm like, uh, I've got to let people know about Jack or Jet Porkins. Is it Wait, Jack? is that a typo? Is it actually Jet Porkins? No, no I think it's probably Jet Okay, Porkins. great. Fuck. <laughs> I love it how Star Wars has, like, uh, Grievous and, and you know, Chlump, Chlumpy and Poodle and then Luke. Luke's there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Greg. I'm Greg Skywalker. Is there a Greg? I don't know, man. There's a Ben. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, that is uh, one point to Meso and two points to Ben Russell. And, of course, one point for the audience and murderer. <laughs> Wait, is the mur- murderer amongst us? Yeah. <laughs> They're here right now. The one, our one audience member is a murderer. <laughs> Uh, holding the, the microphone out to hear them kill. <laughs> Dave, hey, hey mate, what do ep- you do for a job? I'll murder her. <laughs> <laughs> Dave will reveal the murder at the end of the show. <laughs> you, get, you get a t-shirt, so... You want to admit Stay it. away from me. <laughs> I will kill. <laughs> All right, question number four comes from Ashley Dickinson from Bradford in West Yorkshire. And the question is, what is the title of the book adult author Chuck Tingle self-published <laughs> on July 10, 2016? So he's like, he writes like kind of surreal, bizarro porn books. <laughs> so the weirder the better, pretty much. Or not, you know, up to you. But, Sorry, um, it's, it's 2016. What sort of what sort of novel? Uh, adult book, sort of like oh, a, just like okay, so a, sur- a surreal uh, okay, right. adult novel, okay. self-published. Okay. And while you're writing your answers, here's some more information on Jack Porkins. According to StarWars.com, Porkins was a pilot and trader who abandoned his homeworld when the Empire moved in and developed a new military base there. The burly rebel pilot flew an X-wing at the Battle of Yavin. Under the call sign Red Six. Stop me if you know this. <laughs> His X-Wing developed a mechanical problem early in the battle, leaving him struggling to manoeuvre. Now, I can see you're all hanging on the edge of your seats. Before Porkins, this is so sad, could fix the problem, one of the Death Star's turbo lasers zeroed in on the X-Wing and incinerated him. <laughs> he died via incineration. That's a pretty cheeky way to kill someone. Mm. Uh, Though he bravely lost his life during the Battle of Yavin, Red Six has long been defined by fans not for his skills, but rather for his last name. I can't wait for the movie to come out. Yeah, About the prequel, about his journey. (laughs) It's going to be so good, man. It's going to be absolutely fabulous. (laughs) Apparently, uh, the Star Wars fans love this. Mesa, you can confirm or deny but uh, I don't know. Shut up, you do. Yeah, I do. I do. In the pinnacle scene, just before he dies, people often quote this. Apparently, someone yells out, "Cover me, Porkins!" and they love it. Cover me, Porkins. <laughs> There's t-shirts and merch. Oh, with I was just the looking, phrase. Yeah, you can uh, buy a Jack Porkins action figure on eBay right now. Yeah. Okay. Buy it right now. 23 bucks. I dare you to buy it right now. Okay. Pull the string at the back and Porkins. it says, Cover me Porkins. Which is weird because he's not even It's 23 gosh, US. Oh, plus 19.50 shipping. Or... You should buy it. Buy it. Buy It'll it probably be worth something. I'll put it, I'll put it in a bid. Okay. Put it in a bin. Um, <laughs> a bid, sorry, yes. Hey, while you're still writing your answers, let's go for a quick break. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And we're back. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Your answers are in. So here's question number four. What is the title of the book? Okay, I've written this weird. What is the title of the book adult author Chuck Tingle self-published on July 10th, 2016? No, that's fine. (laughs) It's written perfectly well. It was just reddened pretty awfully. (laughs) Reddened? Uh, Here are your options. Haunted by a sexy ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I just came. Um. <laughs> Donk. <laughs> That's what ben just like. dropped a little load. Um, his uh, his iPhone. Firing it's a Google a gu- Pixel. <laughs> oh, now you want to talk about it? <laughs> Option two: firing a gun with my alien milf lover. <laughs> Poker butt go pounded by a mole. <laughs> When was this written? Uh, 2016. Okay. Is that prime Pokemon Go like time frame? Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, it might be, yeah. Caressed in the butt by Donald Trump after the results of the 2016 presidential election. (laughs) The round mound of rebound. Getting over my ex by getting under Sir Charles. (laughs) Or dinner at the Cream Pie Palace. Dinner at the Cream Pie Palace. Uh, Matt, I'm sorry. What is a cream pie? Well, in... I've wondered that myself, actually, Ben. Sorry, I, think maybe I don't... Matt's got all uh, the information there. I don't so. know. Matt, more, what is a cream pie? It's a... more of an American thing, so I assumed you would know about it, but it's they're just... They used to use them in, like, the Marx Brothers and stuff. No, I mean, like, in a porno sort of context. If you could just explain that to me, because I don't know. <laughs> Well, I don't want to seem like a virgin or anything, but um, I have no idea. Does anyone, does anyone here know what a cream pie is in a porno context? You'll know. You. I love pies. <laughs> <laughs> Especially cream pies. <laughs> or pies. <laughs> so we're not going to fall for your trick again. Mace obviously is a big reader of this guy. So Ben, do you want to lock in your answer first? Oh. Uh, oh, so I, I love the Donald Trump one because I love political satire. <laughs> sounds, sounds deep. And I think that Donald Trump's no good. <laughs> Pretty brave. And uh, Shake, I'm so sorry that you were here for that. <laughs> one of you, I know you guys really look up to ex-presidents, but um, yeah, mm, mm. we're a bit. <laughs> ben can be a bit irreverent sometimes. I so can, sorry right. I can be frivolous and flippant. No so. one is safer in Ben Russell. Mm. His satirical edge and his oh, little piano. My witticisms. Mm, that's right. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, but I also like the Pokemon Go one. That sounds plausible. Yeah, I love that one. That you like, yeah, the two topical ones. Because I, I appreciate anything that gets you out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> this you know? guy is also prolific. He, he does pump out the content, so. 
<laughs> Pumping out the content in 2016. He thunder plumps it out. Yeah. So I'm going to have to go Pokemon Go, lock it in, Matthew. Well, it was Poker Butt Go. Does that change? Well, no. <laughs> no is, it, is he is pounded? Is he saying he's pound, pounded? Pa- pounded by them all, yeah. Okay, I think from what I know about Chuck Tingle, he loves to use p- pounded, I think. I think that's... Unless you've done your research, Matt. Surely it'd be... Go- <laughs> You'd think it'd be gotta pound them all, though, to be... Yeah, gotta pound them all. Oh, okay, I mean, but, but again, like you said, he's pumping these out. Like, you know, <laughs> there's true. no time to think about words. You know, proofreading. Yeah, yeah, I think it's that one as well. I think Spoof it's the, reading. I think it's poke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, that was no joke. I was just excited. <laughs> Luckily, we scheduled this at the adults only time of 2.30 p.m. <laughs> I, I'm going to lock in the, the poker butts or poker butt? the pounder butts or whatever. Yes, yeah. poker butt, pound them all. And what about you, Cass? I liked Haunted by a Sexy Ghost. <laughs> I liked that too. It was too. simple. And if it was in 2016, maybe this was when he was just getting started. <laughs> it was a simpler time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's go through who wrote the answers. Dinner at the Cream Pie Palace, or whoever wrote this will be able to explain what it means. Ben Russell. (laughs) 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 The round mound of rebound. I'll come back to you, Ben. I know you have to think about it. Uh, Getting over my ex by getting under Sir Charles. That was the house. Uh, caressed in the butt by Donald Trump after the results of the 2016 presidential election. That was Meso. That was Meso. Ah. Uh, firing a gun with my alien MILF lover. <laughs> that was Cass Page. Oh, that's a good, that was that's a good, good one. Thank you. Doesn't yeah. make me want to know more. <laughs> Who are you ha- firing it at? <laughs> Haunted by a sexy ghost, which Cass picked. That was written by Ashley, the question writer, aka the house. Ashley. Meaning the correct answer is poker butt go. <laughs> Pounded by them all. Yeah, that's someone who's never seen Pokemon before. <laughs> Here's question uh, number five. What is the title of George Martin's 1994 autobiography? So he's most famous for being the Beatles producer. Oh, I thought, oh. I thought you were talking about George. George R. R. Martin. Yeah. No, without the R's. What is the... He's just called I'm Never Finishing That Last Book. <laughs> You're never getting it. Yeah. I'm rich now. I'm rich. What is the title of George Martin's 1994 autobiography? And while you're writing your answers, here's the plot synopsis. If you haven't had enough... Fun stuff. Here's the plot synopsis of Poker Butt Go. Pounded by them all. I think this is worse than what Ben said. According to Goodreads, the main character's name is Torbett. <laughs> and he, like, he'll never run out of ideas, Chuck Tingle, I don't think, when he's coming up with names like that. Torbett is worried. After witnessing a slew of days roaming men and women buried in their phones, he's beginning to think that this might be the start of a terrifying zombie film. Upon further investigation, however, Torbett realises that they are all playing a hot new mobile game, Poker Butt Go. So I think he might have revealed himself as a boomer there. <laughs> Can I ask, do you, is this synopsis, does this exist online or have you watched it and these are your own words? Well, it's not a what, it's a read. Have you, oh, is that how you describe reading a book? Yeah, right. You're watching it. I watch each word one at a time. Yeah, so, but, but you're essentially doing a book cheat on this. Yes, this is a book right cheat. Okay. A mini book cheat. Can we uh, roll the theme? <laughs> <laughs> Curious to see what all the fuss is about, Torbett plugs in and sets out to capture a nearby poker butt within his own balls. <laughs> 
But when he arrives at the location of this rare beast, Torbett suddenly realises that he might have bitten off more than he can chew. Now face to face with a handsome yellow Bigfoot named Peebaru, who sports a zigzag tail. Wait, is this this is this is original content? He's but he's making his own Pokemon. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that awesome? It's bold. That's to me. That's tingle. <laughs> Torbett realises the only way to catch this majestic creature is is within the depths of his own butt. <laughs> so that's pretty, I think that sounds like a good book. Do you, are you still taking requests for book cheat? Yeah, well you sounds like you've already read it, so. I've read it so you don't have to, but you should. <laughs> what would you score it out of five? Uh, I think five. Perfect book. All right, so the answers are coming in now. Thick and fast. <laughs> Here is question number five. What is the title of George Martin's 1994 autobiography? Hide your love away. All you need is ears. In, in hindsight, the Beatles was a pretty shit name for a band and autobiography by George Martin. I'm the reason the Beatles are famous. Beating it out of them. Bringing the music out of four blokes from Britain. <laughs> Or piss farting with George Martin. <laughs> one of these is a real title. Hide your love away. All you need is ears. In hindsight, the Beatles was a pretty shit name for a band and autobiography by George Martin. I'm the reason the Beatles are famous. Beating it out of them, bringing the music out of four blokes from Britain. Or piss farting with George Martin. <laughs> I think the four blokes one could be the real one, honestly. Does well, George, was George Martin known for a, a sense of humour of all, at all? Or? He's a character for sure. What about the one no that idea. says that it's an autobiography from George Martin? Oh, I mean, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hiding in plain sight there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's right. Now, hide and tight, Beatles is a terrible name for a band. It's yeah. a pun. I'm not saying that they're a terrible band. I love the Beatles, but I just think that... Yeah, because like Beatles are yeah. not like known... Like, to be come particularly on. musical or non-musical. No, it doesn't make sense. Right? You know if they were I mean? bad at music or good at music, you'd be like, yeah. oh, Beatles. If Beatles were synonymous with music, music. yeah, <laughs> then it, well, I would be like, okay, I get it. Yeah, 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 Beatles yeah. are a musical instinct. So, and it was know. so long ago, the good names weren't taken yet. I know. Could have had Maroon 5. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best names for a band. <laughs> <laughs> and people would always wonder who the fifth guy was. Yeah. Like, ooh. It was Pete Best. Oh. <laughs> Mystery solved. Apparently George Martin was the one who kicked out Pete Best. Hmm. <laughs> Bit of fun there. <laughs> now, Cass, do you have an answer here for us? Oh, I kind of love All You Need Is Ears. <laughs> Locking it in? Yeah. All You Need Is Ears. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. <laughs> what do you think, Ben? So what was the first one? Hide your love away. I mean, that's... That's it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Locking that in? Yeah. I quite like All You Need Is Ears. Yeah, so we well. like I, that one. But okay, give me, give me one more time. We can edit this out. There's nobody here, so that nobody can be bored by this. Mm. So. <laughs> Hide your love away. All yep. You Need Is Ears. Yep. In hindsight, the Beatles was a pretty shit band name. And autobiography by George Martin. See, I'm the reason says it's autobiography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm the reason the Beatles are famous. Beating it out of them, bringing the music out of four blokes from Britain, or piss farting with George. Also, Martin. beating it out of them. The other thing. What, what was the one before beating them out? I'm the reason the Beatles are famous. Okay, I thought that was one title. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think it might be beating beating it out of them. All right, locking that in for me, so. 
or all you need is this, but I'm locking in that one just for, 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 for fun giggles. We love to have fun here, don't we? <laughs> we do love to have fun. Love, love all have right. Fun, yeah. Well, let's go through. I mean, unless the boss is, you know, trying to stop the cream pie talk or whatever. Yeah. Why would... Why would the boss want to stop the cream pie talk? <laughs> Maybe, I'm talking about Matt. Maybe he doesn't like Oh, fun. I thought you were talking about... Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> He's a regular working class guy. He loves cream pies, probably. <laughs> Nothing more American than cream pie. <laughs> so true. So here's who wrote the answers. Piss farting with George Martin. That was the house. As was I'm the reason the Beatles are famous. Uh, hide your love away, which Ben said. That was Meso. Meso, you, you piece of, you're a real piece of work. In hindsight, the Beatles were a pretty shit band name, etc. That was Ben Russell. That was me. If you could guess <laughs> by me telling you my thoughts about it. <laughs> uh, beating it out of them, bringing the music out of four blokes from Britain, which Meso picked. That was Cass Page. Nice one, Cass. That's good. Meaning Thank the correct you. answer is all you need is ears. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. So I, I did a bit of a spit take on a Reddit on the screen. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it doesn't. All you need is they have I think we figured out who came up with the name The Beatles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got hundreds of iconic songs and that's the one. That All you need is ears. That's good. <laughs> so good. That's a weird thing for a book as well. Yeah. Yeah, I Eyes, ideally, sure. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, a bit of fun. I'm sure there's Beatles fans listening to this going, it's actually a really clever title, actually. <laughs> I said Beatles fan. When I was saying, I mean, the Beatles are one of the greatest bands ever ever made yeah. by God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're, I'm just saying that their name, they could have done better yeah. on both accounts, the book and the, the band. At least they're consistent. That is true. Consistency is key, especially in podcasting. Yes. If you could go back in time and talk to the Beatles, you'd be like, Listen, fellas, consistency is key here. <laughs> Don't, yeah, stay to, stay, stay in your lane. If you, yeah. yeah, God, stay together so you can all get old and do like a Rob Thomas duet. <laughs> also, John Lennon, this is the day you're gonna die. So watch, yeah. watch out for that. <laughs> Don't trust any of your fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's question number six. It comes from Jenny from Melbourne. You in tonight, Jenny? Okay. <laughs> But shake from Hershey, Pennsylvania, is it? Yes. Uh, Jenny's question is... No, let's say Shake's question is... <laughs> why was Christopher Baker arrested on Valentine's Day 2015? Why was Christopher Baker arrested on Valentine's Day in 2015? While you're writing those answers, let me tell you a little bit more about George Martin. Uh, according to Logan Husky, who wrote the question, can't remember if I said his name before, but Logan, you're not into, are you, Logan? So, Logan. <laughs> Your fans love you. <laughs> I mean, he's in Brisbane, that's probably fair enough. Well, Shake's here! <laughs> I'm gonna check the door list before I choose the questions next time. So here's a bit more about a George Michael, uh, George Martin. That'd be weird if all of a sudden I'm talking about George Michael. I'd love reason. to talk about him. So he's from Wham. Uh, you better wake him up before you go go. Is that right? So 
Sir George Henry Martin, CBE, was an English record producer, arranger, composer, conductor, and musician. He was commonly referred to as the fifth Beatle because of his extensive involvement in each of the Beatles' original albums. All music has described him as the world's most famous record producer. So that's pretty fascinating stuff. And all I've got down here. So, um, <laughs> But apparently he also sacked Pete Best. He was the guy. Yeah, right. Hmm. 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 Isn't that... Well, he'll live to regret that. <laughs> <laughs> Who, Pete Best? <laughs> George Martin. Yeah. The band could have been so much better if they had Pete Best. But um, I guess... I we'll do love know what Ringo, happened to though. Them. I'm, I'm one of the few people that... I'm a big Ringo stan. I'm a big Ringo stan Yeah, I fucking love well. that guy. Love Ringo. Yeah. Love everything about him. Love him so much. I think Octopus's Garden's a great fun song. Oh, it's a great song. He wrote that on a yacht. <laughs> and you're like, how do you get your ideas, Ringo? <laughs> I looked down and there was an octopus and I said, wouldn't that be crazy if it was in a garden? <laughs> that's what I'd like to be. And that's how I made up the song. It sounded like he hated the yacht, though. I think he must have had a bad time in the yacht if he's like, oh, I want to be down there in the shade. Yeah, well, maybe it was rough and he got seasick. <laughs> oh, Old I think I'm tummy. feeling poorly. Yeah, I like to be underwater. <laughs> in the shade. Yeah. Oh, hey, I wrote that down. <laughs> you know. Maybe he spewed in the water and octopus ate it. And he was like, oh, I brought something to the picnic. <laughs> yeah. And then, so he's like, I'm just going to take trains from now on. <laughs> hey, wouldn't it be crazy if this train had a face on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I wasn't listening. I was, I was putting an answer. Yeah. 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 That control is quite portly. <laughs> Shake, you won't know this, but the English version of Thomas Tank Engine had Ringo Starr as the narrator. Yeah. <laughs> that might have sounded pretty baffling otherwise. Yeah. Whose was yours? John, Jonathan Taylor Thomas or something like that? Yeah. Really? Dave, do you mind looking up who the American Ringo Starr is? I'm pretty sure Thomas too. too. (laughs) While uh, you're doing that, here's question number six. Why was Christopher Baker arrested on Valentine's Day 2015? He released a rat at a restaurant in an effort to avoid paying the bill for his buffet for one. (laughs) That's classic. He proposed to his girlfriend in the crowd at an NBA game. TV cameras picked up the moment and he was arrested soon after for bigamy when multiple women came forward believing they were his only wife. (laughs) That's America, baby. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) He broke into a department store. None of this makes sense, Ben. (laughs) None of this has made any sense. Doing this podcast in an empty room. Yeah. (laughs) He broke into a department store and stole a mannequin, which he later said under oath was his soulmate. Counterfeiting licensed Hallmark cards with intent to sell. (laughs) (laughs) Held up a florist, a bakery, then a skywriting office in an attempt to craft the perfect proposal. Or attempted to deliver 500 love heart shaped chocolates to a local barista while also dressed as a love heart. The barista was not working that day and he got into a physical altercation with the cafe manager. (laughs) Uh, I know which one I want to be true (laughs) (laughs) so he released a rat Uh, he got done for bigamy he stole a mannequin 
He, what a day! <laughs> what a day for this guy. One day. No good, terrible day. Oh boy. He had intent to sell counterfeit Hallmark cards. Uh, he held up florist bakery and skywriting office, or dressed up as a love heart. I reckon it's released a rat. You released want some cards. A rat. <laughs> hey, you like messages to loved ones? Yeah, yeah, like my, yeah, like messages. Yeah, look at this. It's got the hologram saying it's oh, it's a hallmark. Oh my to my beautiful wolf. <laughs> oh, that'll be perfect for my wolf. <laughs> I'm gonna lock in the rat. I think it's Valentine's Day's a coincidence. I think it's just a rat-based oh. crime. All right, locking in the rat for Meso. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna go with my gut and do the love heart. <laughs> <laughs> Love heart uh, dress ups mm. for Ben. And what about you, Cass? Mannequin. Mannequin. <laughs> it was Valentine's Day. I think you can find love anywhere. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes holidays make people silly. I th- <laughs> I'm going to go with that one. I think, I think that was right. <laughs> Did you find out, Dave, who. Um, There's there? been a bunch of people, but the first four seasons in the US were narrated by George Carlin. Whoa. Wow. There you go. <laughs> this fucking. <laughs> There's this fucking Thomas motherfucker here. And he's a motherfucking capitalist, man. <laughs> fucking guys, they work into the goddamn bone. <laughs> I love That's that. That's where the seven words you can't say on television yeah. came from. Yeah. used them all like Thomas. He found out the hard way, didn't he? Also, um, in the late 90s, early 2000s. The fat controller. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Oh. <laughs> okay. Mm. Alec. There you go. Uh, Thomas. <laughs> Goddamn Percy. I don't know. I don't know. That, uh, no. What other people could uh, narrate it? Oh, let's, let's, let's go a little something like this. <laughs> no. No, no, let's not force it. No, no. All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. I uh, held up a florist, bakery, and skywriting office. That was written by Cass Page. Counterfeiting license Hallmark cards with intent to sell it was Ben Russell. Nice. Really funny stuff. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. And then he did the act out. Yeah, yeah cool, that was really good. Uh, proposing to his girlfriend at an NBA game. That was the house. And how did that not make sense? I think you're right, but I couldn't figure out. I'm right. Because, I mean, he's just proposed. You can't charge someone with bigamy when they're not married yet. No, but multiple women came forward believing they were his only wife. Ah. Uh, okay, I could have made well, it clear. That, then that logic is Otherwise, very good. Right? Yeah, yeah I, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ben's all over the bigamy laws. <laughs> no, they actually couldn't get him for that. Yeah, because I've actually gotten off. Uh, no. <laughs> that was the worst impression I've ever done. No, I think it was great. <laughs> I don't think you sound like that at all. Oh, my name's Ben! <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I don't sound anything like that. <laughs> you're so good at impressions. You did an impression of my impression. It's really good. Thank Th- you. Thank you so much. Uh, try to deliver. <laughs> try to deliver 500 love-shaped, love heart-shaped chocolates. That was written by Meso. <laughs> I thought it was good. Thank you. Uh, broke into the department store. Take it from real events. <laughs> from you, you yeah. were arrested. Yeah, it was crook. It was crook. Yeah. And- in a way, now that I've they said it wouldn't it. go on your permanent record, but That's then you had to do a police check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's had on to do there. a short course. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the whole thing. Hmm. He broke <laughs> into a department store, stole a mannequin, uh, which Cass chose. That was the house. Mm. Uh, then that means the correct answer. Meso God, he released a rat into a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I knew it'd be rats. Nice. I knew it. That puts you ahead. 
What does what does that make the scores, Dave Warnicky? They are very tight on two points apiece. We've got the audience and murderer, but if they're the same, that's four points. Add them together. Oh, they're doing great. Also on four points are the house oh. and Cass. Then in second place on six points it's Ben Russell. Ooh. Right in front on eight points at the moment it's Nick Mason. Now I'm here to win. Now I'm here to win. So he's up by two. That brings us to the final question, and as you all probably know, the final question is worth triple points. Oh, <laughs> triple points. Triple points. And this one comes from Dave Loring from Nippaluna in Hobart. Dave, you in? And Dave's question Shake. is, he came to my show the other night, that's why I thought he might have been here, but fuck him. So... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dave's question is, what is the synopsis of the 1985 film The Stuff? What is the synopsis of the 1985 film The Stuff? Dave, this one um, will take him a little longer to write, so let me tell you all about this rat incident. Oh, yeah. So is- You ever been... Busted releasing a rat into a restaurant to get out no, of pain. No, but I do love a buffet. <laughs> Gosh, I love a buffet. Uh, so, I've read about this in Vice magazine. Great journalist outlet. And uh, Well said. Thank you. And they said, um, at the Borneo Bistro in Sunderland in England, uh, Baker arrived drunk, smuggled a live rat into the restaurant in his track pants, and then, at an opportune moment, Dropped the rat on the floor and went, Oh, rat. <laughs> uh, one more time for the tape. <laughs> Dropped the rat on the floor and went, Ah, a rat. And immediately turned to the waiter and said, That's a rat. I'm not paying £7.25 for a plate of buffet food when there is a rat on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Was it something I said? What's his top price for a buffet, do you reckon, with a rat? Like, seven twenty-five. is not paying that, but will no. he pay four pounds? How much to lose a rat? Like, if he bought that rat? Yeah. I don't know. What, what does a rat go for on the open market? Can you look that up? Yeah. I'm on eBay right now. <laughs> Cost of a rat in England. Here we go. So his lawyer tried to defend him, Dave. Oh, let's get the cost first. It's, it, it's, it's mostly extermination costs. Of kind of <laughs> cost of a What's the rat? cost of a rat's life? Another okay. question. If you choose to go to a breeder or a pet shop, you will pay on average anywhere between 15 to 25 pounds. He's operating at a loss oh. here. Unless he collects the rat. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's probably what he does. Picks it up and does, does, does the same for dinner later on. He's a rat catcher all along. He's a rat catcher. So his lawyer tried to defend him saying, Christopher on that day had been drinking heavily and unfortunately he decided to buy a rat for his daughter by the way of a present. Unfortunately, he then decided to go for a meal. He sat down and ate his meal. When he had finished the meal, he took, a, he took the rat out and said it bit him. It jumped to the floor. He panicked and left the restaurant. He's very remorseful. <laughs> I love how he's like, all right, we've got these things. His lawyer's like, how do we piece this into a story? Let's get his daughter involved. That'll win sympathy. But is he remorseful that he released the rat or is he just remorseful that he got caught? You I know think what I mean? that's it. It's May probably so. that last one, yeah. I'm disappointed more than anything in <laughs> Christopher Baker. Borneo Bistro restaurateur Kevin Smith did not take it well. <laughs> Kevin Smith from uh, Clark's. Yeah, this is, he, was, he also runs a Borneo Bistro. <laughs> yeah, right. And this is what he said. He was furious. He, he said, of Chris Baker, he is the scum of the earth. <laughs> He could have destroyed the reputation I've built up over seven years. 
People like him deserve the death penalty. <laughs> Do they bring it back just for him? Said, as far as I'm concerned, he shouldn't be in our society. He is no use to anybody and he's caused nothing but grief. That is brutal. Unfortunately for Christopher Baker, CCTV caught the whole incident and he was found guilty. Um, but he and was spared. To death. <laughs> and I no, say good. Unfortunately, mate, so justice was not done on this occasion and he was spared the death penalty, <sighs> receiving only a slap on the wrist, a 60 pound 30 fine. 30 lashes. <laughs> yes, also a slap on the back <laughs> with a pretty full on whip. So he was. Yeah, fi- we're going to use the pretty full-on whip. <laughs> <laughs> so he was. He, he was fined sixty pounds, but also seven twenty-five for his meal. So <laughs> you didn't get away with it, mate. You are the scum of the earth, and you're no good for nobody. If you're listening, Christopher. No, I love you. Thanks. Appreciate all the listeners. Thanks for the laugh. Especially the ones who show up. <laughs> Here is the final question. What is the synopsis of the 1985 film The Stuff? Two newly single mothers get locked in a grocery store whilst trying to steal coupons. They stumble upon a wormhole in the freezer section and travel to a universe in which women are the breadwinners and try to find a way to stay there whilst bringing their real kids over. What does that have to do with stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Family stuff. Probably family stuff. Boxing coach Nicky Silvermine is losing his mind. He thinks everyone he encounters is going to be the next big thing, telling them, you've got the stuff, kid. (laughs) He convinces many people who are unsuited to the fight game to enter the ring with deadly results. (laughs) A man is released from prison on parole and is convinced to transport a truckload of stolen goods, the stuff across state lines for a mob boss in exchange for enough money to take care of his estranged daughter. Middle-aged hoarder Robert Dean lives alone in his cramped apartment surrounded by his stuff. Friendless... (laughs) Hey, that's the name of the movie. (laughs) Friendless and with the city council ready to evict things look hopeless. One day he hears voices inside the stuff that beckons him in. Robert is pulled into the stuff and must confront objects from his past and the trauma that caused his hoarding to escape and reclaim his space from the stuff. And that's got a lot of stuff in it. I think a lot that's, of stuff. A lot of stuff. Big front stuff value. for the movie The Stuff. I think. <laughs> a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Stuffed full of it. A strange, <laughs> a strange alien organism found oozing out of the ground is sold as a delicious snack. Consum- <laughs> consumers become addicted to it, transforming them into zombie-like creatures who waste away from the inside out. Are you eating the stuff, or is it eating you? I think they're eating the stuff. I like that one. Based on what you've said there, I think they're eating the stuff. <laughs> I just, I've, I'm playing this game wrong. I just give points to the one that I like. <laughs> <laughs> well, finally, Brian's the nerdiest guy in his school and desperate to date Becky, the head cheerleader who doesn't even know he exists. When he helps the school's resident bad boy Rex escape detention, <laughs> Rex. Rex, <laughs> Rex offers him a cool over. And helps him shed his nerdy ways. Armed with a new... F- a cool over, I should, like a... Makeover, makeover but for coolness. <laughs> but for coolness. Yeah. It's a pretty high IQ stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Armed with a newfound, albeit completely fake, sense of cool, can Brian win Becky over and prove he's got the stuff? That's, That's the, the name, name of the movie! <laughs> so there are your six options. Uh, so who's, who's leading at the moment? Meso. Meso. Yeah. Out front by two. 
What do you want to go with me, so? Uh, okay. Uh, first one. Yeah, first one was about the single mothers going through the wormhole. That has nothing to do with stuff. But maybe it's something to do with stuff. Mm. Go, go on. It doesn't say stuff once in the blurb. <laughs> it's a metaphor. This it's like um, mermaids. Is that a move? There's no fried green tomatoes. I oh, will yeah. punch you in your <laughs> The sisterhood of the traveling pants. That's a metaphor. <laughs> I miss it when we were talking about cream pies. <laughs> uh, then you have the boxing coach who lost his mind, um, making people box till death. That's the stuff. Um, man's released movie, on parole right? and convinced to transport a truckload of stolen goods. That okay, that's stuff. stuff. Yep. Uh, then you had middle-aged hoarder Robert Dean, uh, whose stuff starts talking to him, beckoning him. Oh, yeah, him. that's a okay, that's a front runner. Okay, that's uh, had the stuff the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then yeah. you have the strange alien organism found oozing out of the ground. And okay, that's good. Ooze. I snake. like that one. That one's the one mm. I like the most. Yeah. And then Brian's the nerdiest guy in school. He gets a cool over. I hate I mean, that one. Then he has the stuff. <laughs> I'm going to go with the ooze one because I like thinking about and saying. You copy ooze. me. Yeah, copying you. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I'm going to go ooze as well because mm. I like it, but not because I copied me like Meso did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that leaves just you, Cass. I was going to go with the ooze as well. I like ooze. You can't copy me. I can't mm, copy yeah, yeah, Ben. Yeah. I could copy Meso, but I'm not going to. Don't, because he copied me. Oh. <laughs> what was that other one about the thing? Hang on. Uh. <laughs> the one about the hoarder? Uh, no, the transport. Transport guy. across. Yeah, I'll go with that. Transport. My second favourite stuff in this. Which one are you going to go for, Wanaki? I'm going to go for the right one. Okay. I wonder what about <laughs> the audience? Did the audience want to get involved in this one? Oh, wait, yeah. so that's not the right one. Um, if it helps, okay. it is the right one. You know it? Yeah. You've s- seen the stuff? Yes. <laughs> or have I? Would you like to change your <laughs> vote now that you know that... The, that's what the stuff is? No, I'll live with my stuff up. <laughs> oh. Alright, audience, do you want to go with A? <laughs> B? Alright, just lock them in for the real one as well. Alright. <laughs> sort you out. Cass, which one did Cass go for? Cass went for... I went for the wrong one, the which one, was the man in the truck. The man in the truck. So that's let's brave. go through who wrote the answers. You're brave. Uh, the single mothers who get locked in a grocery store go through a wormhole. That was Cass Page. It was a stuff metaphor. Yeah. It was a stuff they go metaphor. to a uniform, a universe where they have more stuff. And the whole, at the start of the film, they're trying to get some more stuff with the coupons. If I could give notes, I don't think you said stuff enough. Okay. <laughs> I'll remember that for next time. Then we had a boxing coach who lost his mind. That was the house. Then we had the man released from prison transporting stolen goods, uh, which Cass went for. That was Meso. Damn it, you just, you just made him win. Yeah. <laughs> then we had the middle-aged hoarder, Robert Dean, living alone where the stuff would talk to him. That was Ben Russell. See, I said stuff the most. That was a lot of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I thought that was good stuff as well. Uh, then <laughs> Brian having the cool over. That was written by the house in particular. <laughs> Dave Loring. No, that wasn't him. Uh, who isn't here today, so whatever. And uh, that means the correct answer is the oozing alien organism. Have you seen this movie? I have seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Stuff. <laughs> and The Stuff actually was eating them. I tried to throw you off the scent by saying, no, actually, they were eating The Stuff. All right. The Stuff was eating them. we got to get this wrapped yep. up. So uh, quickly, while Dave is doing the scores, we really did not schedule in 15 minutes of cream pie chat, but... Um, <laughs> 
Well then, we all know we should never ask yes, Ben I to made explain a mistake. what a cream pie is because he will. Uh, so this, the stuff He'll has will tell you, <laughs> and he will do do too long. The stuff has a seventy three percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So Roger Ebert wasn't a fan. Writing the stuff is a wildly ambitious movie that fails because it forgets to attend to its bottom line. Before you can make a clever, a clever, funny, satirical horror film, first you have to make a horror film. Mm. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this, he's got the stuff. He's got the stuff. Mm. Well, he did when he was alive. Now, Dave... What? <laughs> Dave, let's go through the scores from uh, lowest to highest. Well, in lowest position tonight, on four points, it's The House. Boo! Oh, boo! Boo! The House good, good. is tied with Cass, also on four. Yay! <laughs> then from there, we go up to Ben Russell on nine points. Oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but in second place on a combined ten points, five for the audience, five for the murderer. <laughs> which was that guy all along. <laughs> it's the audience us murderer on ten. <laughs> but winning the day, he absolutely cream pied it tonight. It's <laughs> Nick Mason, 14 points! <laughs> Big round of applause for everyone you've seen tonight. Check out all their podcasts, they're all fantastic. Nick Mason, Ben Russell, Cass Page, Dave Warnicky, I've been Matt Stewart. And now that you know it, I've been Matt Stewart. Good boy! You know, that's like a, that's like a take-off of, of um, that show you like about Detective Guy. Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> my, my mind went to diagnosis murder. <laughs> that's, that show. Like, that's why his house, like Holmes. Dick Van Dyke. Oh, what a guy. Is and it? Barry Van Dyke. And also Shane Van Dyke. Oh. <laughs> All, All the Van Dykes in one camera. <laughs> ben, just quickly, if you were going to play uh, Dave and my game, we often enjoy this, uh, how would you go playing Dick, Barry, Shane? You, so you've got to dick one of them, you've got to Barry one of them, and you've got to Shane one of them. I'd probably dick dick, yep. Barry Barry, and then Shane Shane. Oh my God, that's I'm classic. I'm a traditionalist. <laughs> classic combo. It's the only correct answer. <laughs> I like that he gave him a meal and then like made sure he didn't, didn't you know, it. didn't, didn't lose it, it in the murder. It. Yeah. yeah. I've, uh, he- I've heard you just, it all comes out of you when oh, you get really? killed. So what a kind. That is kind. A kind. That's one of the, the best of things life. about dying is that you do get to shit yourself. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just it's going. a government slogan. It just says murder. It all comes out of you. <laughs> it all comes out. Try murder. That's it all right. just slips out. So everyone dies doing what they love. That's right. Yeah, shitting themselves. Yeah. <gasps> Where do you draw the line at yourself when, in terms of shitting yourself? So I think... <laughs> You'd think this would be an off-air conversation, but I think the way this podcast's going, I think we should, we should air this out now. Keep it in. Keep it in? So, I don't know if you think this, so... If you, could you, in theory, shit yourself on a toilet if it was a surprise? Or do you need to have something that you're shitting into or onto? Oh. I'd like to take this one. Yeah. <laughs> so I believe I'll in order the floor. to shit yourself, the shit needs to have travelled a very little distance and still be sort of connected or attached to your persons. I believe that's the legal... Okay. So, uh, so just say... Your Honour. <laughs> so if you happen to... Just say you've had a really lovely shower because you've not been feeling great, mm-hmm. and you come out, mm-hmm. and you're still naked, mm. and you shit yourself, mm-hmm. does it count? 
that's a great question. <laughs> Let's take it to the audience. <laughs> Absolutely not. Doesn't count. We all get freebies when we're sick. Good to know. <laughs> if you don't ever want to shit yourself, don't put pants on. Basically, yeah. You found a very clever loophole. <laughs> what if I'm wearing a fashionable pair of drop crotch trousers? Yeah, that is, that, is, is that a like, long like enough a foot, distance? A foot distance? No, they would have to be assless chaps, so... Okay, right. You're still covered for your na- normal garb. <laughs> Terrific. Um, or just like a, a skirt or a sarong. You can't... I think you're, you, you're, you're able to just shit without shitting yourself in there. I think that. that would count. No, 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 because it would just... As long as you don't touch cloth. That's right. I've always assumed that arseless chaps still have a line down the middle. No. Really? It's completely arseless. Really? Yeah. Well, you're supposed you to wear pants underneath. It's like... You are meant to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to make some calls. <laughs> I'm so glad there's no audience here. <laughs> We can be our true selves, our true crook selves. <laughs> Alright, so we're back. <laughs> That's a little podcast magic. Yeah. Peek behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. So we don't actually take a break when we say we're going to take a break. Isn't that crazy? Sometimes we do more work. This will all be edited out. This is the break. No, this isn't the break. We're back from the break. You've broken that the break? It never happened. Who even are we? <laughs> I, have, I have, I've been going sober for like three weeks, so I honestly don't know. <laughs> Give up for Ben Russell. He's been sober for three weeks, folks. Legit. It sucks. <laughs> now, Ben, um, while Dave's getting the scores together, what is a cream pie? I would, I'm, I'm so glad, and I'm going to get into real big detail, uh, because a cream pie is when... Uh, <laughs> Use all the skills you've learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if just I want you to imagine that you're you are in love with someone. And Second City, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, don't. Ben's actually he's probably the best improviser in Australia. So yeah, it's really yeah, interesting I'm, to see how this goes. I'm king of improv. So like you love someone, okay, and you've 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 decided together uh, that you want to have a baby. That's really okay. nice. Yeah, yeah. Where's yeah. this going after that? So you maybe light some candles. You maybe read some Chuck Tingle. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know you do a little bit of foreplay. I don't know. You might kiss. You maybe do a little bit of lick and licking. <laughs> maybe uh, you know touch each other's bits a bit. Maybe use your mouth. Maybe use other things. You know charades and whatnot. And that's the cream pie. No, 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 no. Then you get to the fucking, okay? <laughs> and you fuck and fuck. You fuck for, you fuck so fucking, you know what I mean? You fuck really like a huge amount. One of sounds the biggest, cool, sounds cool. Sounds one cool. of the biggest fucks you've ever done. Okay, I want you to picture that in, there. in your lives. Is everyone picturing a big fuck? And you know, this can be done to, between any, I'm just using like this circumstance, you're gonna make a baby. In this circle, but you can cream pie anyone. Oh, so any ba- baby's optional. Baby's optional. Yeah, babies are optional. Okay. You can cream pie a butt. You can cream pie a pussy. Cream pie mouth. 
I, I'm, I'm having some regret about yeah. opening the, the floor to this. I knew you would, but I gave you a chance. I dropped it, you know you what did. I mean? But you brought it back. You did. Okay, so you're about to, you're about to spooge. You're about to blow Is that your... Is a medical term? That's a medical yeah, term. Spooch. All right, okay, great. You're about to blow your freaking load. Oh, wait, no, that's a Star Wars character, Spooch. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to explode. Your, your peen's about to explode. Okay? You know, look okay, at me. Okay, yeah. Keep eye contact with me. <laughs> and in that moment, you don't pull out. So question Just, five... <laughs> Okay. Give the man time, Matt, for God's sakes. <laughs> and you, you spurge in, and that itself is a cream pie. Now, I believe it's a cream pie because it mimics... <laughs> One second. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I believe it's called a cream pie because it, it's a, you're like, hey, this is a, a cream pie is a pie, but it's like looked like it's got cream in it. And the, 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 you know, the anus or the, the puss oh, yes. or the mouth or the nose or the ear or... Any orifice, they were, you can cream they didn't, pie. They didn't grow into anything until the nose. <laughs> you could cream pie anything, okay? Anyone could cream pie anyone at any time. <laughs> Not <laughs> now, Ben, please. We've got a quiz Here is question number five. And so when it's a cream pie, it looks like there's cream there. And the, but the cream is the semen. Hmm. Or the cum of some description. I don't know. You know, it could be... A, as I said, I, I don't like want to... Like a Baker's Delight cream pie? Or yeah, like a yeah, br- Brumbies yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to sort of exclude anyone any, from a cream pie. Mm. You know, a cream pie is a human right. That is so true, isn't it? Yeah. If we don't have that, what do we have, you know? If we don't have that, we're just animals in a, in a lot of ways. Well, animals cream pie. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hearing so much about this question five. <laughs> uh, I'm you really... did this, by the way, and I purposely made it awful. <laughs> To teach you a lesson. And I've, I feel like I've learnt something there. It's mainly about cream pies, though. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I zoned out for a few minutes there, Ben. I was just buying a Jack Porkins digital trading card <laughs> on eBay. It will be coming in 7 to 10 business days. So I missed that. Can you repeat what you were just saying? <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. So, okay. Grow up, audience. Yeah. Grow up. Honestly... <laughs> I'm not going to talk about cream pies ever again. Okay? You've spoiled it. <laughs> right. I was going to talk about cream pies a lot more. I had a bunch, but I'll never do it well, ever That would have been nice, but... Yeah, yeah. but you've ruined it. <laughs> now we're never going to hear my thoughts about cream pies. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. We didn't even get to the opinion piece of it. I know. I was going to do a whole op-ed about it. Hmm. Yeah, cream pies and me, and what I think in today's society. All right. All right. Spoiler alert, I think they're cool. If you end up buying a rat as well, that'd actually be really sick. I genuinely have bought this trader card. It, is, it cost me 179 Canadian dollars. 1.79. That audience was licensed by Bob Down. <laughs> <laughs> I'd applaud for Bob Down. Yeah, I would too if he was here. I'd be applauding yeah. him right now. I'd applaud for Bob Franklin I'd, too. Me too. Yeah. I'd stand and applaud for Bob Franklin. Any Bob walked in right now. Bob Dole. <laughs> Bob Newhart. Yeah. Bob. Bob Hoskins. He's dead. Bob That'd Hoskin. be amazing. Well, I think I think, I think everyone I listed was dead. 
Bob Hawke. Bob Hawke, also yeah. dead. Yep. <laughs> Bob the Builder, probably oh, dead. Dead, yeah. Cancelled, cancelled. Cancelled, yeah. Is Bob Newhart dead as well? I think. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, yeah. But probably. Do you want me to look it up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're up to the final question. Are the answers are in, Dave? They are, the answers are in. And Bob Newhart is... He is... <laughs> Alive! Yeah! Yeah! He's not Who is that again? Oh, yeah. good. Oh, what great. a legend. That's nice. so great. That's you know great Bob news. Newhart. Yeah, I have seen the Bob Newhart show, so I probably should have known in retrospect. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.